In Washington, D.C. is located uh, the nation's only textile museum. Uh, it was founded in 1925 and houses fabrics from 3000 B.C. to the present. And the collection includes kimonos, rare kimonos, pre-Columbian weaving, American quilts, and Ottoman ta uh, embroidery. Accompanying wall commentary explains how the textiles mirror the social, spiritual, and economic and aesthetic values of the societies that made them. As an example of this traditional textile artists from uh, Islamic carpet makers to Navajo blanket weavers to um, Appalachian quilters all include in the making of their art intentional flaws. The Navajo believe that this flaw allows the spirit of the blanket to have freedom to roam and for the blanket to never truly end. The Persians included flaws to avoid mimicking God who alone represented perfection. As a student taking Native American beading opens a new container of tiny seed beads, she discovers a red one mixed in among all the yellow ones. Her teacher will then tell her to weave the red one in just as if it were a yellow one. According to the culture, she is told that the great spirit would not enter into anything that was flawless. So a spirit bead was sewn in among the others, providing a flaw through which divine spirit could enter and flow through the beadwork. It's a part of the tradition in all these cultures to honor divine perfection or the idea of divine perfection by taking humans down a peg and often not only acknowledging how, imperf how human imperfection not only acknowledging human imperfection but ritually celebrating it as a doorway to new understanding deeper understanding better understanding if we're fortunate the experience of this opening doorway may come to us as like a dawn-breaking awareness or uh, an undeserved favor. But when, if, if and whenever these things dawn, we joyfully exclaim, Eureka! By definition, to err is human. And as humans, we are imperfect. We each come with our own set of assets and liabilities. 
our physical imperfections, emotional blind spots, parts of our personalities that are less attractive than others, bad habits, various aspects of being human that are perhaps more difficult for us than for other people. In compensation, Emerson writes of uh, the mythical stories where Achilles was held by the heel to have the uh, water that would make him immortal poured over him. And because he was held by the heel, the heel was not made immortal, and that was Achilles' flaw. All of the Greek myths seem to include the fatal flaw in their heroes. And they are are archetypes for a reason. But Emerson talked about this and as being the natural law of things against which we have to fight, that you don't get anything for free. And I really don't see it that way. Now, I don't think Parker Palmer did either, but um, each of us bears the weight of our own flaws And I don't know about you, but I find myself spending a good bit of time and effort struggling against them um, or trying to find a new approach so that I don't walk the same path or maybe avoiding it altogether as best I can, which never works either. And maybe I'll find distractions that are more comfortable than actually going into the recognition of the flaw. I'm quite I'm sure there are many other flaws I have that I'm not aware of, that I'm that I don't even know are there or I'm less aware of than maybe the people around me are. And that may be true for most of us. We're used to ourselves. Clearly, there are parts of my inner landscape that I have yet to learn. And I'm guessing that that's probably true for a lot of you, too. Every time I find myself face-to-face with an aspect of my behavior that is other than who I wish to be or whom I wish to be. I have the choice of bowing up with rationality, you know, rationalizing. Well, that's only this way because... Or berating myself because of the disappointment. I should have been whatever I should have. Or of stopping to stand before yet another opportunity to acknowledge what I have in common with everybody else in the world. I'm not perfect. I'm human. I can learn from the moment by appropriately becoming humbled enough to celebrate one more tiny step towards learning compassion. It's in our continued effort to recognize and acknowledge, at least to ourselves, those behaviors that we find humbleness in.
that we find freedom from being too proud of the things we do too well. My brokenness becomes my greatest hope for understanding, for loving people that are that are irritating to me, for loving myself when I'm irritated at me. I believe I believe we're on this planet to be in school. We're here to learn about interacting and how to get better at being in relationship with ourselves and with other people. And because of all of our imperfections, this requires great love. Great love is required of us if we are to love one another in spite of and because of our innumerable weaknesses. I cannot imagine that any one of us needs to think any farther than our childhood to come up with human errors that have affected our entire lives. Perhaps they were part of immediate family systems, the cracks through which we may first have noticed light coming might have been the very foundation on which we built everything else. A lot of times those foundations have to be ripped out. And it takes a lot of love to consider the people that poured the foundations and perhaps broke them too. With compassion. The builder begins again with something stable and trustworthy before proceeding. Rather than chafing against this abrasive blemish, we have good reason to celebrate those ragged variances in us, the irregularities. By the discomfort of the breaks and the nicks, the cracks and the tears, we come to see ourselves better. Through the damaged walls, the breath of life enters. We gain understanding and wisdom that we wouldn't even look for if it weren't for those flaws. By our failings, we learn compassion for the shortcomings of others. By the light of day, by the light of truth, the light of reason, divine light, we grow to see that we're all the same. There is no cause for arrogance or shame. There's a crack in everything, and that's why we need great love.